Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel. And we like to celebrate the many mom badges we as moms earn every day. So if you're hiding from your kids like we are, you're in the right spot. Welcome to Mom Badge Podcast. Today we are earning the Mommy Burnout Badge. Now this is, I want to be very, very clear that this is not depression. No, it um, is not. But this is when, and I'm going to quote Cheryl Ziegler. She says, no matter how much sleep you get, you're always tired. And you resent your kids sometimes, which is tough. You feel a reduced sense of personal accomplishment. And it's a fancy way of feeling like you're never doing a good job. The prolonged nature to it, there's like no end in sight. So, end quote. <sighs> And I feel like that perfectly sums up how we feel as mothers. And really, the, the way that we got the idea for this is the other day, I was just like, I just can't anymore. You know, yes. I hit this point where it was like, I, if I see one more dish in the sink, if I have to look at another shred of homework paper, if I have to change another diaper, I may lose my mind you know yes and and really talking it over with my husband and I it's because like I hadn't been to the gym in days you know I had always been just giving 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 but there wasn't anything coming back to me yeah mm -hmm. and I and I don't want it we I don't want this to sound like oh we're selfish you know because that's no. so not what it is well, you know, and you don't want to contribute to that yeah, feeling. And, yeah, you don't want to contribute to that feeling because, I mean, just any time as a mom, when you go out and do something for yourself, I think you will always, like for me personally, that mom guilt of, oh, man, I'm being selfish. You know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I should be home with my kids. I feel so much guilt about this when really they're fine. You know, I, mm -hmm, I have a mm -hmm. perfectly capable husband. He can watch the kids. It's true. We have a perfectly capable, they're kids. Yes. We have a perfectly capable babysitter. She can watch the kids. It's fine. This is one that's so hard to combat for me personally. Yeah. I don't know about you, Tiff, but I just feel just, there are just some days where I like parent from bed because I'm yes. just so burned out and done. I'm toasted. Yeah. You know, poke me with a fork. I'm done. Well, you know? I, I'm going to be honest with you. When you first brought up the subject of mommy burnout, I was like, yeah, I feel this way all the time, but I don't think I understood really how real it was. And I actually read an article from um, Motherly, which, you know, is one of my faves. One of your faves. Parental burnout was just announced as in 2017. This is how new this is. Was what? just made a syndrome by the World Health Organization. Wow. And... They found, yeah, I know, it's crazy. In a, and published in the journal Frontiers Psychology, they found close to 13% of parents feel burnout. And like perfect, the professional kind of burnout, parental burnout leaves us exhausted, unsatisfied, and can negatively impact the people around us. Yeah, I, I believe it. I also found it interesting because Motherly did a survey in 2019 mm -hmm. and they found that 85% of moms do do not think society understands or supports them and that was up by 74% let that sink in 
that's a that's like almost you're only a quarter away from a hundred percent and oh gosh things yeah. are getting they're not getting better for moms right now they're getting no, worse it's getting worse the covid has made things worse for especially yeah. single mothers well you know? this was this was published before covid Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were saying that American mothers actually might be the most stressed mothers in the Western world. Oh, man. And, I mean, yeah. I called you just yesterday about yeah. feeling burnt out, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I honestly, I've been looking back at this month and a lot of things that have happened this month. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just, you know, mom brain. And yeah. I don't know if you remember, if you go back and you listen to the Mom Brain podcast, I, I asked you, well, what's my excuse? Because Mom Brain really lasts the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I realized one of, the, one of the symptoms of mom burnout is forgetfulness, exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been doing this all month. I forgot to put the peanut butter and honey in my husband's sandwich he went to work one day with just bread with as just a sandwich <laughs> and what but that's like i wish i could say that was it but i've been forgetting things you know i just have yeah, a lot on my plate <laughs> i didn't realize that there was a word for how i was feeling or anything so this is kind of comforting and scary to me at the same time because I don't have any understanding of it. I just thought this is what every mom goes through. And I'm sure we do from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know yeah, it's a thing. the severity of it. Yeah. yeah. So Well, Cheryl Ziegler, Dr. Cheryl Ziegler, who mm-hmm. wrote a book about mommy burnout. Oh, she wow. She talks about it. Yeah, and I actually really, really want to read this book. The message of her book, she says, is that mommy burnout is so detrimental to our physical and, mo- and emotional health that it's not funny. But lots of ways that we cope with it is with humor. Um, oh, I can see that. Yeah, so there's a lot of vulnerability about saying, because uh, she says we don't want to admit that we're suffering because we feel exposed. And it's a dirty secret. She says there's lots of vulnerability in saying it without joking. Like, I yelled at my kids or I used a bad word. Well, you um, know, this just ha- I just was with a group of women today and we were talking about, yeah, you know, yeah. all of this. And I just think our parents grew up with such a stigma about talking about it yes. that we're just now breaking that. I feel like I feel that way, too. You know, and I feel like in so many ways, like my parents parents had a little bit easier than we do like uh-huh. there wasn't so much of this I don't know like I feel like they're just with the constant connectiveness this constant connectivity that sometimes it's almost like harder you know because yeah. there's always going to be somebody to judge you and sometimes that judgment burns you out it's hard you know? it gets I you. call it disconnected connectivity Yes, I know I it sounds that. like an oxymoron. Mm-hmm, I love that. But I've thought about this a lot because we're so connected, but we're also disconnected mm-hmm. from everything. Mm-hmm. I can go online and I can say something to somebody and I will never feel that empathy about what I said. Mm-hmm. But I can still connect in a negative yeah. or positive way. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's just surprising to me, really, how serious this topic is mm. and just a lot to think about. It's a, it's a heavy subject. It is heavy. And I... And really on this, on this podcast, we really like to keep it with the joy of motherhood, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to keep the joy there, you know? Yeah. I mean, definitely like that day when my husband came home and he was like, whoa, you're on like the wrong side of awful, you know? (laughs) Luckily, I had a partner that like saw me, saw a need and said, what can I do? How can I help you? And we can get into how to combat that and everything. I think, honestly, this may be even a good time to go down the rabbit hole. Because I think... Yeah, like, let's we've take all, a little break from this. I don't know if we've all <laughs> been there, but I feel like it's one of those, like, it needs to be acknowledged. And mm-hmm. it needs to be... Um, we see it. We acknowledge it. Let's fix it. Well, you know? and I, I'd like to say, even though we like to keep things on the light and Mm -hmm. joy of motherhood we don't want to also be ignorant to the fact that it's hard being a mom it's rough and there's some things that just need to be acknowledged and talked Mm -hmm. about not only so that you feel like we're a community yes because we're not in this alone but really so that we can heal and that's mm-hmm. what this is about, is we got to heal through the symptom and maybe get mm-hmm. some tools on how to combat it when we're starting to see signs of it in the future. Yes. yes. So, I mean, we just love you guys and we want you to be happy. And part of that is going to be experiencing trials. Mm-hmm. And you've and heard me. Laughing and crying and mm-hmm. finding joy together. Let's well, do and it. There's yeah. always joy in trials. It sounds Again, another oxymoron almost. Yes. (laughs) It really does. But the truth of the matter is, is you could be going through the darkest time and you'll have a moment of laughter and you need those little joys so you can, they're like little beacons of light that help guide you through it. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to be in this trial and and see joy in it. I'm a strong believer of that. Yes. There's joy in the journey, right? Mm -hmm. Always. Always, even in the darkest corner. Yes. Okay, do you want to go first with your Yeah, I can go first. So um, this is a very heavy topic, and it's we'll get back to it in a moment, but I thought it'd be really fun to share some funny parent hacks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hear them. (laughs) Because I just just need it. I need Uh to, when I'm feeling like seriously burnt out, and I just need a good laugh. Yeah, likewise. So Mm -hmm. this is from the Huffington Post, but I also, and I'll let you know when I did this, I also searched the hashtag mommy hack on Twitter. I like did my own work today instead of letting, I know, be impressed. It's okay. I'll give you a second. It's fine. (laughs) Dang, Tim, pat yourself on the back. (laughs) You know, I was just like, I'm wondering, because this was like from a while ago and I wanted to see some up to date ones. Mm, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I looked it up. (laughs) I'll put the link for my search. In the notes. Whoa. So this is from Zanny the Nanny. Mm-hmm. And she said, I convinced our eight-year-old that I hate the sound of vacuuming. So now when she vacuums, whenever she's mad at me. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you feel like you missed an opportunity? I do. <laughs> you got a, you got number four. I've <laughs> There's got a still rug time. in my front room that's needed to be vacuumed for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I really wish that I taught my child things like I hate the noise of rags on a countertop. Uh, yeah, I can't handle it. It makes I can't handle it. it. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. Dang it. My problem is, is I'd be, like, smiling as she did it. I'd totally give it away. Yeah. 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 You don't have a good poker face. Yeah. I really don't. It's all on my face. You can read me, like, mm-hmm. pretty much a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Stephanie Ortiz said the kids were Ortiz? hiding. Ortiz? Is it Ortiz? Ort- it probably is Ortiz. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. If you don't know, by now I have dyslexia and it comes out weird sometimes. It's fine. I've learned to laugh at it. My husband has a list. It's fine. Oh, this is why we're friends. It's one of those things I just laugh at because mm-hmm. can't change it. And it's kind of hilarious. There's it no reason really to crazy. get mad at it. It's fine. So the kids were hiding from doing their chores. Your kids have never do th- done that before, no, right? No, never. <laughs> so we this... already earned our lying badge, so we can lie as much as we want to on this show. <laughs> so true. So this mom, she just played a recording of the ice cream truck jingle, <laughs> and her kids came out from hiding. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to say is they're shaved ice. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Shaved Ice Man's coming. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this one's really great, and I think you'd like this one. Alex, the Neville's uh, parenting hack is slide a little cash your teacher's way, and all of their arts and craft product projects will mysteriously disappear after being graded. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I want the really cute ones, but yeah. the ones that are just generic, like a coloring mm. sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please stop sending those home to me. Because then your kids are like, Mama, it's I my made best this. piece of and art. It's the most amazing oh. thing on the planet. And you're like, You drew a square on a piece of paper. You know, okay. like, I, I do keep a lot of it, but I, you know. This I is shouldn't. my mom hack for that. This is my very own mom hack for that. Ooh, yeah. Uh, whenever my daughter would bring home like a coloring page that was just so generic and just had her scribbles on it and she would be upset that I was going to throw it away, mm-hmm. I, I just take a picture of it with my phone. Oh. Throw it away. She'll either forget about it or you if not, it's in the cloud. The you could delete yeah. the picture. And, um, some of her really good artwork, one day I want to make a book with it to hand down to her when she has kids. We have like, um, file folders. Every year. Yeah, yeah, you're really good about that. Well, it's just because I needed to be, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so this one is from Dad and Bear Buried Bear, Buried. Sorry, words. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sometimes come out of my mouth. Okay, it's not like I have a podcast or anything. It's fine. Um, when my toddler is screaming, I just keep handing him stuff until he shuts up. Right now he's playing with some tampons, but at least he's quiet. <laughs> yes. And then this is the last one from Huffington, and then we move to Twitter. Uh, parenting hack. Tell your kids you have an important meeting on your phone. Shut the bedroom door. Take a nap. Wait, say that one again. 
Okay, so you tell your kids you have an important meeting on your phone. You're going to take it in your room. Oh. Shut the door. Take a nap. Yes. Yes. That um, doesn't. It's great. I don't think that would work for me either because I still think people would come in and be like, what the heck, mom? Okay, here's a, here's a hack I heard. It's not mine, but I really wish I would have thought of it. Tell your kids that after your nap, you're going to deep clean the house. Yes. They'll never wake you up. <laughs> never. Ever. Never. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So if you think that the meeting thing won't work, do the other one. So these ones are from yeah. Twitter. Um, just told my – this is from Courtney Rutherford. Ugh. Rutherford? Just, yes. Why is my mouth not working? Courtney Rutherford. Rutherford. Rutherford? I don't know. I just told my almost two-year-old that hand sanitizers for kids is liquid unicorn magic. She cleaned her hands with it 12 times in 10 minutes. I'm winning. Okay, I'm sure we all know who Chrissy Teigen is. Yeah, I like her. I really like her too. Yeah. She goes, I love when my kids are beyond obsessed with something. It makes life so much easier. I just told tell Miles to eat his lunch because it's Lightning McQueen's favorite and he does it and he does whatever Lightning McQueen says always. Yes. <laughs> so that was a good mom hack. That's an amazing mom hack. Kyla M said, it only took three kids for me to think of heating a thumbtack to put a small enough hole in the lid of a water bottle for my one-year-old to drink out of with and feel like a big kid when it and it doesn't spill. Oh. So it just lets out like that little trinkle of water. Yeah. So I thought trickle. that one was good. It's- okay, so this is lessons from the minivan. Oh, uh-huh. She says being a mom means yelling dinner's ready is y- your child's cue to dump his Legos on the floor and beginning a 2,000-piece fort. Oh. From now on, when my child says I'm bored, I'm going to reply, dinner's ready. You know, that always seems to be when number three needs to use the restroom. Doesn't matter oh. what time of the day we're having any <laughs> meal, he's got to go to the bathroom, and it takes at least 15 minutes. Well, so maybe he just like, needs to, like, make room. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if it's, like, some, like, Freudian thing where he just doesn't like to sit with us at a mealtime and, like, have an enjoyable time together. I, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't it's know. just, a, like, a cue. And this is the last oh. one. And it's, of course, for teenagers because we need to have one for teenagers. Yeah, uh-huh. But it's from Monica Gibson. And she's like, are you a chopped fan? Uh, chop fan? Mm. My friend chooses three easy ingredients and challenges her teens to compete to make a better meal. She just cooked, tricked them into cooking dinner. Yes, that woman's a genius. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dang, I gotta do that. Yeah, so that was my rabbit hole. I hope it gave you a few laughs before we continue. Yes, we will now continue <laughs> on the subject at hand. Well, we need your rabbit hole. Yeah, my rabbit hole. So I actually kind of have three. So the first one is how to know if you have mommy burnout. So this is from Family Felicity, and it's just four signs. And really, I I don't know if we've all been here, but I mean, these are just the signs that you can see that you're like, man, I don't know if I have it. And then you can be like, (laughs) I have it. Anyway, number one, you have more than the occasional yelling blow up at your kids. So it's 
a lot. You're excessively yelling. Two, your house is in a constant state of disarray. Whoa. Three, you find yourself feeling lonely, but fight against the urge to connect with friends or family. And four, your health isn't a priority in your daily actions. Now, again, I want to be very honest and open here to please not get mixed up with the mommy burnout and with depression because lots mm-hmm. of these signs really do mimic depression. And they overlap, um, it sounds like. They do overlap. So, and I feel like if we constantly live in this state of burnout, it will lead to depression. Depression. Mm-hmm. And this is just Rachel doctrine. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but we well, really can... combat this. We need to combat mm-hmm. this. And if you are if you're concerned that it is leading to depression, talk to your doctor. Oh, please do. Because yeah. they're going to be able to help distinguish between the two. They're trained mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go at it alone. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. The other one I found, and again, this is from, it's a USA Today, well, today.com. And they interviewed the author of that book, Dr. Cheryl Ziegler. Man, you and really like her. I really like her. I was listening to like a snippet of her book and I was like, I've just got to, li- I've got to get this book somehow. And I just need to like bite the bullet and just do the audible thing, you know? So these are tips with dealing with burnout and we'll kind of talk through them, you know, yeah. to kind of give ideas and things like that. So, which is great. Cause I also have an article yeah. that helps with it, but keep yeah. going. So this is, she says, these are tips with dealing with burnout. So one, we have to stop isolating ourselves and letting our relationships go. Oh, I like that. I love it a lot too. She says self-care goes first and then your marriage and friendships. So stay connected, stop overextending your kids, and start tending to your friends. Reach out. It's something easy and tangible to do. Get connected with your Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. People move around all the time. Create your own support. Create it or connect with it. First off, being here, you're a part of our community. We would love to hear from you. And, like, if you are feeling this way, I just want you to come over to my house. I'll cook you a meal. We can talk and laugh and have. A good I time. really love baking cookies oh, when somebody's too. with me. You know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of sad when I'm by myself, but I still do. Yeah. I still do it all the time. <laughs> I actually have this amazing pretzel recipe that I can all. I've oh. only allowed myself to make it when people are here. It's legit the best because, thing. <laughs> first off, the COVID weight is real. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, truly, like, we need to put ourselves first. We are the engine that is running the family, you know? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you can't run a car without gas. You know, you can't run a car without changing its oil. Just like that. You have to do something for yourself, whether that's finding a hobby. Tiff and I, we started a podcast. It's true. This (laughs) This is something that I did with Rachel because of Mommy. It's something I look forward to every week. Yes, I have wonderful. somebody to talk my feelings out with that mm-hmm. gets it. Mm-hmm. And we want to like be that for you guys too. It's a form of therapy. It's way cheaper. Yeah, way cheaper. Maybe, maybe not time cheaper. No, no. It does take up some more time. But I love it. It's still fun. <laughs> so, you know, work on your marriage. So that means after my, like, moment, <laughs> my husband's like, whoa, we need to do some things. So we've just started going for walks at night, just he and I. We've, yeah. you know, if the kids want to go, we say no, you know, and because mm-hmm. it's just so much sometimes, 
you know? It is. I've started actually sending my, like, my teenager. Mm-hmm. I want her to be asleep by the time my husband gets home. Because yeah. we need, he's, first off, he goes to work at night. So he, we have all morning. It's not like he doesn't get mm-hmm. time, time with, with the te- teenager. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a school night now, you know? There's mm-hmm. that too. And Fridays, we let her, I let her stay up. Yeah. But Monday through Thursday, I I need that time with him. And sometimes we don't even talk. Just being in the same room with an adult that you know loves you unconditionally. Uh Just connecting with somebody who loves you unconditionally is a true. Yeah, is so can help your your friendships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get connected Mm -hmm. with your friends. And I mean, it doesn't even say you have to like go out and like do a mani pedi or or whatever. Like, why don't you start a book club? You know, and then it's something you can look forward to every single month. You know, and have. I just am a giant fan of book clubs. When I have initially heard of book clubs, I'm like, that's dumb. And now I'm in one and I love it. I just look forward to it all the time. So, and even again, like our, my local library has a book club. So, I mean, that's another way to like go out and do something that's just for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And get a babysitter. That sounds great. Honestly, call me up. I'll watch your kids. You know, yeah, if you like need anybody, that time. I just want <laughs> women to know that they are not alone, you know. No. So number two, she says, put yourself on a social media diet, limit it. Yes. So because it's really, really easy to like get stuck in this never ending loop of everybody's life is perfect, but mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though how common come sense they can get a picture like that. But my kids look like a bunch of barefoot hillbilly kids Uh who don't know how to brush their teeth or wash their face, you know? And, um, yeah, so she says instead of doing social media, because I know for me personally, I waste a lot of time on social media. Um, Like TikTok. (laughs) Tiff is obsessed with TikTok. She says go and do something for yourself instead. Take a walk outside. Take a bath. Read a book. She's like, social media has its place and time, but just not all the time, you know, limit Mm -hmm. it. So Mm -hmm. I actually, I saw a friend um, earlier this week and she had put a time limit on her phone so that she couldn't even get onto her phone. And she's like, it's amazing. I love it. She's like, I look at my phone like 600 times every second, but I mean, that (laughs) this way I'm not like on it, you know, I just look at it and it's like, oh, okay. It reminds her to stay off. You know, I put a 60 minute time limit on TikTok. Like, you can do it through their app. But this week, I haven't really been on it. Yeah, I've been too busy. Oh, I'm trying to get out of myself, okay? <laughs> I cleaned my house. I went out and did a nature walk. I even saw other people. Wow. I know. Did you put on clothes? I wasn't going to, but then I remembered that I wanted to see other people, so I put a bra on. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I it's love- huge for me if for I put me, on a bra. Like, doing my hair and makeup. Like, and I don't even put on a ton of makeup. I'm just like that mascara lady. Mm. So when I, I put on, I don't wear when I take the extra 20 seconds to put on mascara, yes. it's yes. like, oh, I feel put together. You That's know, how a bra is for me. I had a shower. Me. I'm wearing mm-hmm. clothes. I put on makeup. I'm, I'm done. I'm ready for the day. You know, like it's, it's great. So number three, she says, is limit your choices. 
So this one was really interesting to me, and I can totally see why this would lead to burnout because she said, mm-hmm. you want to do what's best for your kids, so you research every school, you research every team, you research every teacher. You, so you just, um, what is happening is the more choices means more stress. And I the can sky see is that. Limit, and that's not good for anybody, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, you want like, the safest car. So we've got to find the safest car. You want to have, you know, only good friends. So then you like obsess about their good friends. And it's like, you just got to pull that back, you know, Mm -hmm. and just, I mean, it's important to have choices, but then on the other hand, like everything will be fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one I can see that would totally lead to stress. So (laughs) number four is don't avoid intimacy with your partner. And she says it's not about sex. It's about communication. And maybe even connecting. Yeah. Yeah. She says make time to talk with each other. Make eye contact. Because again, like Tiffany said, we are totally connected but disconnected. And I love Mm -hmm. that she says make eye contact. Because that's so important. Yes. You well, know? making. But I love what she says next in this. She says, "Don't yes. expect your husband to be your girlfriend or best friend. You can get those needs <gasps> yes. other places." And yeah. it's like really, it's really. I I just think that's super interesting. I just love it. I really want to read this book, and we may do like another podcast where Tiff and I just read this book and talk about it. So okay. Oh, I like that idea. And she says, mm-hmm. "For single parents, learn how to ask for help." And learn how to receive the help. And um, single moms, they feel like the spotlight's on them. Can they actually do this? Yeah. You know, I mean, I just feel for, I just feel for single mothers so much. But, and that receiving help, once you learn to do that, it just relieves so much. I have these fabulous friends here. And for a while we had the sister club where we would go to each other's homes and we would help each other do whatever we needed help with. Whether mm-hmm. it was like organizing a closet, doing dishes, cleaning out a room, like reorganizing a room, just whatever we needed help with. Because we said, we were, I mean, we're, we are all here alone. We don't have any family around. And we're like, if it was our sisters, we would totally call our sisters and be like, come and help us with this. And they yes, would, we you would. Know, they would. So, and we're like, we are sisters. We are the mm-hmm. sisterhood of women. And we're awesome and amazing, but we can't do it all, you know? No. It takes and a long time to learn that, though, I feel. It it does. It's but it was really, really hard there. for me to allow people to come into my home. Oh, yeah. And it was hard yeah. for me to receive that. And I can't tell you how much joy and stress and barriers it broke down mm-hmm. to allow these wonderful women whom I love so much come into yeah. my home and help me you know like, yeah oh yes. Rachel get rid of that we'll fold laundry together it's totally great let's sit and chat while we're doing dishes you know let's clean the grout in your kitchen like and it's so wonderful that we could do that you know like and I I think when it's so wonderful to receive the help and it's you know, so hard to do, yeah, but it's yes. important to do. You know, you've got to allow others to serve you too. Rachel you know? is really great at service. Uh, no. Just FYI. Oh, okay. Let me, I'm going to brag because I can. 
Ha. I'm a co-host too. It's my podcast too. Um, so before my last move, I had a head injury and this woman dropped what she was doing and came and moved my house because I couldn't. It was fun. I'm not talking like a couple of rooms and stuff. I had a cor- maybe 10% of it done. Maybe. That yeah. might be stretching it. <laughs> no, I'd say you had like 25%. Well, that's a lot. I don't know. I don't remember. She doesn't remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, a shelf fell, a shelf bracket fell on my head. I was pretty much out. Yeah. Um, but she came and she moved our house. And like I called her the other day and I was like, listen, I'm overwhelmed. I just need somebody I can call when I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. with getting my house cleaned because for me, house cleaning is a lot different, I feel, mm-hmm. than like my husband, like you. You like to, well, I don't know I if like you like to clean. to clean. You do like I to really clean. I really do like to clean, yeah. It's never been on my radar. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. one of those creative, messy people. Yeah. Like if I was single, I'd have an art studio. Yeah. That's just the type of person I am. And so I get really overwhelmed and my anxiety comes out mm-hmm. really quickly mm-hmm. when I when I have to it's a trigger for me. And this this amazing loving woman was like maybe I should just fly down. <laughs> Which was by no means what I meant. I meant like, <laughs> "Hey, I just need you to be like, "Hey, it's okay. What can yeah. you do first?" And this helped me like um, compartmentalize everything in my head because mm-hmm. I my brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I need somebody to be like, hey, okay, let's look for the easy stuff first. Do you yeah. see a project you can do first? I need somebody to tell me that because my brain does not go that to that place first. <laughs> and Rachel's oh, does. Oh, no. This is why we're friends. You're going to make me cry because you helped me with my mommy burnout too. Like, <laughs> Well, it's just important. So I was like looking up like what do we do like you do when we have this mommy burnout. And that mm-hmm. first article that I mentioned at the beginning with the statistics yeah. said something that was really interesting to me. And it might a little negate something you just said. So I'm really interested and intrigued to hear your reaction to it. Mm, let's hear it. So they said self-care is super important, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent. You're a big proponent. Mm-hmm. But they said that when you have a serious problem such as burnout, that it's actually more of a Band-Aid. Oh, interesting. And I thought that – I really thought that was – that was interesting. They said you might feel better for a minute, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take what's underneath the surface that's simmering. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, yeah, I can understand that. Like a yeah. placebo. Maybe it's like a instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what you thought of that because I, I love self-care and I think it should be worked in daily. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not a a problem fixer. Mm -hmm. It's like a stress reliever. Yes. So I think think a lot of burnout is when you lose yourself. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this. Well, you lose because I, I mean, there's always this talk of like, oh, lose yourself in the work, but you shouldn't lose yourself. 
You should know. You should reintroduce yourself. Sitting inside your body is a really important, wonderful mm-hmm. person. And mm-hmm. when when you lose your identity, when you lose your sense of self, I think that that is when the burnout happens. Interesting. So, I mean, I can understand why they say yes. Every once in a while, doing like some sort of self care, that's just going to be a band aid. Because it's not this constant thing that you are doing, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. for me, well, you're not yeah, fixing the problem. You're not fixing the problem. You're just kind of like, oh, I guess I'll kind of do this just to kind of, I mean, get it's by. Just, just to kind of get by. It's like yeah. an autopilot thing. Well, I guess this is what my girlfriends do. So maybe I should do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see why they would say that. I can see that. But I and just, we'll do a whole podcast, I'm sure, on self-care. Oh, yeah. That's actually on the docket. <laughs> it is on the docket because it is it self care is important, mm-hmm. but I think when you're going through something like a burnout, that first you kind of need to like take a step back and really reflect on what's going on. What's yeah? What's underneath that surface that's causing you these feelings? Mm-hmm. So then I looked up that there's this really great website called Psyched Mommy. Ooh, yeah. And it's I just discovered it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm like a lot right now. Yeah, you should. It's so good. But she's actually using the book that you're talking about. Really? Yeah. And she she says so this is what she suggests for parents to improve burnout. And the first one was have self-compassion. Mm, and wonderful. I Mm-hmm. I've never thought of self-compassion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, what is self-compassion in a nutshell? It's about treating yourself like you would treat others. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we give others so much grace and we, when we, they fall short of our expectations, there's a lot of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But when we fall short of our expectations uh, and we don't – We beat ourselves up. We beat ourselves up. We talk Mm -hmm. so poorly to ourselves. And, you know, we just need to show ourselves that same amount of grace. Mm -hmm. And we need to – I love Yeah, self-compassion. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use self-compassion probably in new ways because I just love this term. I love self-care, but I almost am liking the self-compassion better because yeah. it allows mm-hmm. you to recognize instead of let seep. Yes. yes. And I think that's a good way of putting things because mm-hmm. when we let things seep, they start to boil mm-hmm. and then we erupt. Mm-hmm. And by the time, I don't know about you, Rach, but by the time that you by I erupt, I forgot what made me seep to begin with. Yeah. And so I'm more likely to commit the same offense to myself because I'm not taking that step back. Like, you know, I really thought I was going to get the whole house clean today, but I only got the dishes done. Seriously, the fact that you got the dishes done is a big deal. It really is. Like Some days I just can't even like, I can't even get dressed. You know, it's insane. Yeah. I had everybody and their brother come over today and I wasn't wearing a bra. <laughs> you guys. Hey, that's a good day. And I was wearing a white shirt that I made my daughter salt dough for her sculpture class and it had brown speckles on it. It was part of the design tip. It's totally People fine. came over today. People came over. 
Tiff, if you want me to try and justify it, I can justify anything. Trust me. <laughs> I can... <They> <laughs> You it's fine. It, I cross my it. arms. I cross my arms. It's fine. <laughs> They're like, it's just an interesting design on your shirt. That's all it is. <laughs> the two speckles, like, right at chest level. It was fine. <laughs> okay, so then her second one is increase time for leisure. What? I know. She even says, are you crazy? I barely have time to go to the restroom alone. But uh, she yeah. says, I want to emphasize to you the importance of taking breaks. And then she quoted a study from Tucker, Folklord, and McDonald in 2003. Uh-huh. And in the study, they monitored a large engineering company for three years. So this isn't like, hey, after three months, we're done. This yeah, was three that's a long time. years. That's 36 months. Okay. Mm -hmm. They found that regular breaks were related to decreased risk of accidents. What? So, like, we're caring for the needs of human beings. This yeah. is her words. Which is true. I have my husband. I have my daughter. I have my, ex my parents. You know, I have... You have chickens. I have chickens. I they, have... They depend on you. Your yeah. parents. I have all these people in my life that I want to take care mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I don't give myself that break. And they're saying that if the more breaks you have, the more productive you are. Interesting. And so this would be like your self-care time, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, let's see. I'm, she says, we see people showcasing candlelit bubble baths, spa days, and girl weekends. Don't get me wrong. Those are absolutely nothing wrong with those activities. And again, I'm reading from Psyched Mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I'm being honest, this is not the reality of most moms. Yeah. So she's like, go outside for 10 minutes. This one was the beautiful. big one to me. Mm -hmm. Say yes when you want to, but say no when you want to. Yes. I think this is a true statement. Like mm -hmm. there have been times I've said yes, and I don't have the time to mm -hmm. do what the activity is. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually just did this the other day. I was invited to go to dinner. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, I just, this was a family member I just saw. Mm -hmm. And I really had goals to get some things done around my house. Mm -hmm. And even though I knew I would have been okay, I just didn't want to set myself up for that feeling of failure. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, and I just flat out told them the truth i didn't make up an excuse i said you know we'd really love to see you but i had this goal of getting my house clean today and i feel like i need to stay home and do this mm -hmm. for my sanity and they were totally understanding of it and there wasn't like a brush off because it that's how i was feeling at the time and it took off some much like weight off my shoulders just that's the freedom amazing. of being yeah. able to say no I like, sorry, I read ahead a little bit in this yeah, you're good. article. I'm really loving this article. She yeah, says, it's Sometimes great. Sometimes self-care is setting boundaries with people or our time. It can mean we're yes. no longer putting emphasis on what others think about us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're it's... focusing on what's good for us and our family. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, boundaries are a really important thing in self-care. Oh, Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's really hard when you feel like your boundaries aren't being met. Oh, yeah. Yes. I My dear friend, she says always that you need to communicate in order for um, expectations to be met. Yeah. And I just love that she says that because it's all about boundaries. So then her last one was identifying external supports. And this was a lot about what you mm-hmm. said earlier. Mm-hmm. She's like friendships we really need to start building a community of friends and family Uh and uh again she quotes the 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 book Mm -hmm. yeah cheryl ziggler yeah nourish friendships i love that Mm -hmm. and you know okay she said she discusses in the book see this is why i need to read this because this was a really interesting sentence to me social poverty Oh, I would have never put those words together. I love that. And she's like, we're all connected, but we're lacking authentic connection. So it's like what I said earlier, disconnected, Mm -hmm. connected, Mm -hmm. but lacking authentic connection. And I truly believe that's where we're headed. Yeah. And it's scary. That's a scary world to live in, I think. I like that she even says, um, there's no one we can truly rely on. Or yes. feel we can be transparent with. It is, is really hard to put yourself out there and show the cracks in the image you want to portray. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I want my friends to be like, this is the person I call when I'm having a problem. Mm-hmm. And I used to say yes to a lot of things. Well, I started saying no. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good for you. But I just really like I, – I, I think what we learned is we need to read this book. Yeah. By yeah. Cheryl Ziegler. Well, I feel like this is definitely something that we can revisit again. Um, uh, yeah. And, and moms, you know what? You're doing the best you can do. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's all you can do. And isn't that wonderful? Like, <laughs> yes. Isn't it wonderful that we don't have to do everything? And we and don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be perfect. Honestly, like – I am so happy when that friend on Facebook like posts like, hey, <laughs> I just fell down a flight of stairs and, you know, like when yes. they just talk about their imperfect life and it just makes you feel just so normal, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just, it just is what it is. I did two and a half loads of dishes yesterday. Oh my God. Um, that's because I haven't done dishes in a week and a half. Oh. <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. Like when the forks are all out all of a sudden and you're like looking around and you're like, how did this sink all of a sudden disappear? We ran out of plates this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's just you can't, you can't do, I can't. You, you are can't one do it person. all. We are one person and we can't do it all. No. We may know where everything is in the house, but we can't do everything else. Well, you know? just give yourself that grace, you know? Oh, isn't that wonderful? Like, we mm-hmm. – you get to try every day to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a fact. Every day is, some, is a new day, a new chance. I've always hated the idea that resolutions were supposed to take place on January 1st mm-hmm. because you could start at any moment, any hour that you choose. Yeah. And the thing is, is you are doing your best. Yeah. We can see that. We see it in you. We see it in each other. Mm-hmm. And we just think you're amazing. 
There's never been a mom that I have met that I don't look at and take something from that I really admire about them. Yes. You know, and I think we need to nourish that and love each other and, you know, because this burnout stuff, it's for the birds. We don't need this in our lives. No. Uh -uh. Let's just be friends to each other and let's just nourish each other with our friendships and love Mm -hmm. and compassion and you hang in there, mom. You hang in there, moms. Because we love you and we're pulling for you. Well, you know, we we've talked about this, but as Rachel likes to say, we wear very a lot of different hats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's okay if one mom wears a hat that's different than yours. Oh yeah. You don't have to wear all the hats. And this is another mom hack brought to you by Tiffany. Oh, Tiff's so amazing. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but recognizing the talents of other moms that you don't possess, bring mm-hmm. those moms into your circle. Yeah. Let them share their talents with you so you can share your talents with them. Yes. Because there's something everybody has let, that you yes. yeah. And let them wear that hat proudly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's their badge, just like you have your badge, and it's yeah. okay. I was just talking to my sister about this because she was like, I've just determined that I can't make pies and I'm going to just watch and admire those people that can make pies and be okay with it, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, okay. And enjoy those pies. Yeah, we're going to enjoy those pies, but I don't have to make it. I don't have to be responsible for the pies at Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. She realizes she has other talents and making pies isn't one of them. So moms, as we leave you this week, hold your cookie dough high and wear those mom badges proud as we salute you and all the hard work you do. Be sure to come back next week and find out what mom badge you've earned. Well, did we earn it? I think we earned our burnout badge. If you're feeling mom burnout, you're not alone. You are not alone. We are right there with you. We felt it once or twice, even mm. probably going through it a little right now. The important, we started a podcast. We started yeah. a podcast. <laughs> the important thing to know is you're not alone. You have a community. Yes. We love you and mm-hmm. we think you're amazing. And you can't convince us otherwise. It's true. We would love to hear from you. So hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or even send us an email. We want to know your stories, advice, and what we could do better. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tell your friends about us. You can also leave a review so other fantastic moms like you can find Mom Badge Podcast too. Thank you guys for joining us. Bye. See you next week on Mom Badge Podcast.